Pete Weatherburn, our vet, is here from Brave Vet. Thanks for coming in, Pete. Good morning. Good morning to you. And uh, last week you were away, of course, in Lunding. And uh, did, did I hear your name mentioned in esteemed places on British broadcasting? Well, <laughs> I wasn't really mentioned with great praise or anything, unfortunately. But you know that programme, Have I Got News For You? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people love watching that and it just kind of takes the mickey out of the news of the week. And there was a story in the UK last week about a dog called Fenton who was chasing a... It was a video of a dog take, uh, that was chasing deer through a Richmond Park and the, the owner had obviously... The dog had got out of control and the owner was aghast and he was running after his dog shouting, Fenton, Fenton, Jesus Christ, Fenton, Fenton. And it's a very funny video of that. And so I basically wrote a blog about it in the tele, in Daily Telegraph saying... Um, some common sense stuff, but I was slagged on the programme for saying um, Vet Pete Wedderburn says that um, the owner should teach his dog to come when called. Which is quite funny when you say it, say it like that, you know? <laughs> but I, uh, anyway, there you go. So, yeah, it's... it's um, so, well, I'm sorry to, that you're sort of stepping down uh, into the morning <laughs> show. <laughs> I know you're getting pretty exercised about um, uh, this uh, government um, who were in opposition and they had a commitment or a promise or whatever in their, um, you know, plans for the future, whether it's in programme for government or not, I don't know, about fur family. No, well, actually, what happened, it was actually the, the last government, the Fianna Fáil Green um, coalition, they'd, they, they'd made a commitment to to ban fur farming in Ireland, um, which is essentially primarily mink farming. Um, and since the government fell, well, that commitment's been, obviously, it's not going to happen. And so the, the, the question is asked, what's, what's the current government going to do about it? And, and I, you know, I kind of would preface all this discussion by saying, you know, there are much more important things out there at the moment. And and I know people will criticise this sort of campaign for, for that reason, you know. Um, but at the same time, we have to still aspire to be a, a civilised country with standards that we all feel comfortable with. And so we do have to ask the question, do people feel comfortable with fur farming as it's done in Ireland? Um, basically, it's I have to say that it's... Um, the problem is that it's... In my view, it's impossible to farm mink in a humane way. That is disputed by the people who do it, and they say it's uh, in this day and age we need jobs, and they're employing people. In uh, um, the number of jobs are very, very small. Um, you could use that justification for all sorts of horrendous things. You could reintroduce. Um, all sorts of methods of farming and indeed other aspects of life just because they create jobs. Um, fur farming has been banned in, in, in Britain and, and in Northern Ireland for, for a decade. Um, it's banned in Austria and um, the reason it's been banned is because essentially mink are wild animals um, and they're not, you know, other farm animals have been domesticated for, for hundreds or thousands of years. Mink, mink have been domesticated for perhaps a hundred years and not domesticated, have been kept in cages for that long. So they're, they're wild animals that, 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 you know, they have, in, in a while they, they, they live um, near water and they swim and they dive and they have a very active life. Um, when they're kept in captivity, they're crammed into small cages um, and I've, the, 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 this, this group... Um, that, that have just released a, um, a press release. They showed video of um, of a mink farm, and you know that you have lots of animals 
in a small cage measuring kind of one foot by three foot with wire mesh floor and that's all that they have and they're, so the, they're, they're do these um, uh, places need to be licensed are, are they licensed I mean can anybody set up one no all mink farms in Ireland they have to be licensed by the Department of Agriculture Okay, they have to be. Isn't the junior and minister there, your man McEntee, who supports uh, the overturning of the ban on stag hunting oh, in, in agriculture? Oh, I but don't know. And what a ridiculous idea. To, to reintroduce some, you know, to bring up a contentious issue which has already been dealt with and passed through the door, what is the point in going over that again? You know, we, we've it's, it's bad enough to fight about. No, but what, what I'm saying to you is that if he has that attitude there, he mm. probably has sympathy with the people who operate this business. Look, there's five licensed mink farms in Ireland. There's five. It's a very small number of them, and that um, the, 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 when they get inspected, the inspection is is especially is focused on making, basically making sure that they don't escape, um, because if they if they escape, they can cause havoc in in, in native wildlife as well as in poultry and all that sort of stuff but I mean it's not just the way that they're, the way they're kept is, 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 is bad in the sense that it's a high stress life for them and the video you can see that they've been biting each other and they've got injuries to each other because they get so stressed that they, they, they you know they, they don't exhibit normal behaviours and because of that they start to attack each other but as well as that the way they're killed is, is highly contentious um, and um, basically what happens is they're pulled out of their cages one by one they're stuffed into a small box and they're gassed to death there's about 50 to 70 of them in the box and they get gassed to death and there was a, a, a report was an independent scientific report was carried out by a group called the scientific advisory committee on animal health and welfare a government group and they'd carried out this report a few years ago and basically their, their, con their conclusion was that that um the recommendation was that um the use of carbon dioxide for killing mink is not acceptable and should not be permitted. It must be carbon monoxide, okay. is it? And, and the use of carbon monoxide from exhaust gases for killing mink is not acceptable and should not be permitted. And um, they, they ended up saying that only carbon monoxide from a bottled source um, could perhaps be used. We recommend this method should be employed. But even when, they, when you do that, the, you know... Um, because mink are a diving animal that you know are used to coping with lack of lack of oxygen in their bloodstream, um, you know death is far from instantaneous, and you know it's just not 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 a uh, the standards at which these animals are kept is not in line with how we like to see farm animals kept in this day and age. We like to ensure that animals don't live lives of high stress and that they have deaths that are of low stress. And, um, you know, I, th I think it's difficult to defend mink farming for those reasons. So what are you going to do about it? What I would like is f for the current government to take the stance taken by the last government, which is that mink farming should be phased out. And that's it then. Just like in the UK, like Northern Ireland and like in Austria. So want people like, who it's not like exactly to essential fur is not an essential. And hold on, part hold on. The, the fur will be imported from somewhere else. You won't save any animals in this. You'll just save the, them in the location. You create a community around you which is in line with the way the world ought to be. That's and that's what we should all aspire to do. If everybody did that around the world, then the world would be a better place. No, the, the, you can the, only control your sure, immediate there's, environment. There's plenty of countries overseas, as you know, don't care about animals. They eat all sorts of things and they, they kill them cruelly and all that. I They'll know. just bring in the fur in, into Ireland but, from these places. But you have and to you're putting out people who have legitimate businesses out of work. Look, I think you have to see the video for yourself to see how horrific it is. It's just 
it's not something which I think that we should permit in our society. Indeed, I wonder, even if specific anti-mink legislation isn't brought in um, under, under animal welfare legislation, I think it's arguable that it ought to be al allowed to continue. And look, it's not just me saying this, that, that there's, there's been n numerous meetings of, 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 of government bodies that look into and look after animal welfare. And it, it's a highly contentious area. And they're right to highlight it because there's, you know, um, it's just a very small sector, the number of jobs are minimal, and it's just wrong. It's, and if things are just wrong, we oughtn't carry on with them. All right, Pete Weatherburn, our vet. Thank you very much indeed, Pete. Uh, Pete is from Brave Vet on Old Connor. He's on TV3, he's in the Daily Telegraph, and, and he's got I, a website, petethevet.com. And can I say one more thing before I go, which is simply that t tonight uh, um, there's a Christmas cat house extravaganza in Lily's Bordello. There's a fundraising raising evening um, for, for the Cat's Aid in, Ireland, in Dublin, and I'll be there myself and Anne Doyle, the newsreader, who's also a cat fan, and the classic Beatles will be there. It costs 10 euros for the night and it starts at half past six. So if anybody would like to come along, I'd love to see you there. All right. That's great. Thanks very much indeed.